Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Wrestle Life Radio, episode 11. I'm Matt Sin, and I have returned. I'm here with my good friends Chris Cumby and Kyle Pauly. Chris comes for Kyle because Chris likes grilled cheese sandwiches. What up, player? I don't even know if that's true. I just decided to make it up. Absolutely, I love grilled cheese. Yeah, who doesn't love grilled cheese sandwiches? I figured it would be, you know, that would be a safe one to go with. Yeah, I didn't have a lot of time to prepare, so. <laughs> I just thought, what sounds ridiculous? Grilled cheese sandwiches. Grilled you cheese. You had a whole and... week off, Matt. What do you mean you didn't have time to prepare <laughs> something? I was spending time with my family, okay? I you was... should spend more time with your wife, because we heard from her this week. Yeah, maybe I can address <laughs> that now. No, nah, man, that's got to wait for Raw. Okay, okay. So this <laughs> this Wednesday on our Raw review, uh, I, will, I will rebut... Uh, my beautiful, loving, caring, sweet but quite hostile wife, uh, <laughs> in regards to what she what she stated that I I may or may not have implied. Yeah. yeah. But today is August 9th, twenty nineteen. We are two days removed from SummerSlam. This day in wrestling history. This day in wrestling history. So. Uh, this is a this is a big deal in wrestling history today, because uh, a, a particular res, wrestler debuted on Monday Night Raw twenty years ago today, and it just so happens to be my favorite wrestler, one Mister Chris Jericho. Wow, really? Twenty years ago today. That is so yes, cool. Yes, sir. That's really cool. Yeah, he's definitely Very one of my favorite role. of all time. I and I think if I argued with myself, I'd probably come to Chris Jericho being my favorite. Honestly, he is my favorite. I mean, he's he's changed uh, over the years. He's changed his character, but he's always put on amazing matches. One of the best uh, sports entertainers, wrestlers of all time. The Ayatollah yeah. of rock and roller. <laughs> What's so great about Chris Jericho is he's an amazing wrestler and an amazing sports entertainer, and I think it's difficult to do yes. both. Yeah, for sure. I was actually talking to a friend today about uh, Hulk Hogan and about how he was a, not a great wrestler and arguably even a bad wrestler, but he's arguably the greatest sports entertainer of all time, and that's why he got so over. Well, John Cena is pretty similar in the sense that like, he's a really good sports yeah. entertainer. Not that. I think John Cena could actually put on good matches, though. Oh, yeah. He definitely did some of them. I don't. I can't remember a good Hulk Hogan wrestling match. Like I remember like good, big like, moments. In right. his earlier career, he was pretty good. Like he was a pretty hard worker. But uh, once he got to WWE and kind of toned it down and just did his, you know, Hulk Hogan moves. He that's kind of all he did. Five moves. Well, let me tell you something, brother. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's that. There you go. That's Hulk Hogan. That's, Congratulations, Chris. Thank you for thank you for. Um, okay, SummerSlam is two days away, and we're going to get right into some predictions. Last time, Chris and I missed three out of a mixture of two pay per views: Fight for the Fallen and uh, what was the WWE pay per view? Stomping Grounds. Stomping Grounds. Yeah, mm-hmm. Kyle only missed two, so prepare to place your legal bets. Uh, now, for the two of you, just so you know, if we all three agree, I may call on one of you to give me a devil's devil's advocate answer, uh, so you can give us the actual prediction that we'll put down, but you can give us a reason why the other person might win. Because I think that uh, on a lot of these, we're going to be agreeing on all three. Does that sound good? Yeah, I have a, I have a strong feeling you're correct. 
Yeah. So let's, uh, I'm going to go right down the line, and I want to say I've put them in least important to most important. I do want to say looking at the SummerSlam card, boy, like six or seven of these could be the main event of a, uh, of a lower tier pay-per-view. I mean, it's just such a, uh, this, I'm really excited about this card. I'm very excited about it. Uh, I think, honestly, I think one of the world title matches will close the show. But would it disappoint anyone if Kevin Owens defeated Shane McMahon in the main event? I don't think so. No, and I don't think Brock Lesnar should headline. <laughs> well, I don't think we're Seth talking Rollins about that match first, there. right? Because that's the least, one of least important. Least important. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I actually put it in. Nah, I, I didn't really do that. I just, I basically, I definitely took the least important one. Yeah, well, let's get into it. We can we can talk about it as we're doing it. Uh, match number one. Cruiserweight Championship, this will probably be your pre-show match. Drew Gulak versus Oni Lorkin. Kyle, why don't you open us up here? Drew Gulak retains. Any, any reason why you're picking Drew Gulak? <laughs> <laughs> because I don't watch the Cruiserweights. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a good, that's a good reason. How about, how about you, Chris? What do you I don't think? watch 205 Live. Um, well, honestly, I've seen Oni Lorkin on, um, NXT. on NXT. And he's surprising, even though he looks like a weirdo, um, he's surprisingly really good. Um, he's just one of those guys, you see him walking down the ramp and you're like, oh, this is going to stink. Um, but he actually puts on a, a really good match. I think he's a really good tag team uh, performer versus singles, but uh, I still think Drew is going to retain just because it's it's not time for Oni to, uh, to have a title yet. Yeah, I'm going to agree. I'm going to say Drew Gulak's going to win just because I think Oni Lorcan is going to stay in his tag team in NXT. Drew Gulak has, has actually had has quietly had a very successful year. Um, I, I think that he'll retain. Now, uh, we're going to go ahead and move into Charlotte Flair versus Trish Stratus. Um, and I'll go first. I think Charlotte Flair will win this match. And I think that Charlotte Flair will win this match because... It's very rare for a part-time comeback, unless you're named Goldberg, and win a match, uh, especially against someone that's so high-profile like Charlotte. I think this is going to be just another way to get Charlotte over. This is a good way to have a, a pretty cool women's feud that doesn't involve the title. I know we've talked about that before. I, I think that it's important to have women's feuds that don't involve the title because you have a ton of men's feuds and that don't involve, oh, you took my man, like they used to with the diva crap. Um, I, I really like this. I'm excited. I like Trish. I like Charlotte. It's going to be great. Charlotte wins. Chris? Is this a bra and panties match? It is not. It is not. Ah, uh, darn. Um, so, a little bit. So, I, uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, I really think um, Charlotte Flair is going to win all day. Um, I really, really don't think Trish Stratus can even lace up her boots. Uh, uh, Charlotte is a far superior in the ring um, than Trish Stratus. Now, Trish Stratus was really good because she fought a lot of really bad competition. And still look good doing it. Yeah, I mean, Lita was the best that she had at the time. Yeah. Uh, but Charlotte's going to win. Um, she And Charlotte will make Trish look good during this match. Okay. Kyle? Y'all are just hating on my girl Trish over here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think Trish is going to win this match. Do you um, really? Wow. Yeah, I do. Okay. She's in her hometown. 
Uh, and WWE's been pretty bad in recent history of letting people in their hometown, but they've kind of turned the corner and started to do it a little bit more uh, as of late. But um, I think I think it was thrown together, you know, pretty quickly, and I just don't see the. I mean, there's not like I guess they could try to build Charlotte up after it, but I still think they're just going to give this one to Trish. Although I would, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Charlotte won, but. I'm just leaning more towards Trish on this one. Well, what would the benefit? What would the benefit be of Trish winning? To make the crowd happy, really. And that makes mm. sense. It does. That's why Goldberg's going to be yeah. Ziggler. Up, oh, spoiler alert. I guess we should go ahead and move to that one. I guess. Well, I was about to say. I, I guess you can't have two Canadians lose in Canada. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> let's, uh, let's go ahead and move to Goldberg and Ziggler, which I had toward the the end of this, but uh, actually they were kind of in the middle. But so there's our second, you know, uh, historical. What, what's the word I'm looking for? Legend, I guess. Legend. Yeah, yeah, legend. That's it. Uh, so Bill Goldberg versus Dolph Ziggler. Now, I've already spoiled it, so I'll go first again. I grew up just like the two of you did, watching WCW, and seeing Goldberg lose it all really bothers me. And it it, it was okay that he lost to the Undertaker because it's the Undertaker, right? The Undertaker has that same aura that Goldberg does. If Goldberg loses to Dolph Ziggler, I hope he retires and never comes back because that'll take that aura away. He'll just be an old man and I won't be able to take him seriously. Bill Goldberg wins this match. If you uh, if you happen to watch the Undertaker-Goldberg match, you realize he's already an old man, okay? Right. Um, however, uh, Goldberg will win this match against Dolph Ziggler. Um, there's, there's no way that Ziggler beats Goldberg. So I will I will stand here and say Goldberg Goldberg. Yeah, uh, I agree with both of you. I think Goldberg's going to destroy him. And I, I think this is really it was Goldberg felt really bad after the match taker cuz he got a concussion and they screwed up the end of the match and he was just really the competitive spirit in him thought he let the fans down so he's coming back for this match. So uh I'm pretty sure he's going to flatline Dolph Ziggler. Not the wrestling move, flatline him, like, as in murder him. <laughs> him. Uh, he, he will spear him, which is going to be amazing because of Dolph Ziggler's athleticism. So he's probably going to spear him yeah, across the ring. Incredible. And uh, get yeah. him that jackhammer and I beat him. Yeah, he's going to sell He's going to sell the mess out of I that. I can't wait. And the men will pick up the scraps it's on Monday. So You're right. It's going to be so good. I'm really excited. Um, okay. Kyle, I want you to tell me why Dolph Ziggler is going to beat Goldberg. What is this, 30 seconds is this of hell? Is this the 30-second <laughs> No, just, just tell me if, like, if there's any, any, any chance that it's going to happen. The only thing I could see is if they were planning to actually build him to a match with like Shawn Michaels or something. And he you know, became a new legend killer. Because that's kind of what he's been – or they tried to make it in the last couple of weeks was like, you know, him taking out Ray. Cause he's like 38, isn't he? <laughs> well, he's definitely not a legend. So yeah. He's 39. No, I'm saying Dolph is definitely not a legend. So yeah, no, I just, it, it would just be weird. I think if they gave the legend killer gimmick to someone young, it would make more sense. Yeah. I mean, well, I don't think they're going to do that, but if, I mean, that's the only way I could see it happening is if they were building to a Shawn Michaels match, then they might yeah. do it. But I think Sean got his revenge on um, on uh, Raw, so I don't think that's going anywhere. So I don't see it happening. But that's the only reason I think it could happen. 
Yeah. You think okay. I'm cute. You know I'm sexy. Yes, we do, Chris. Yes, we do. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to go of what I think will be the second pre-show match, and I think we'll only have two. Uh, Bailey versus Ember Moon. Kyle, why don't you start us out here? You think that's going to be a pre-show? I really do. Look at the card. What else is going to be? Uh, maybe Ali and Shinsuke. Yeah. It's not on the card. Did they, did the they card. take that off the card? It's not on here. Wow. Uh, well, maybe. Oh, wow. Huh. I thought it was going to be that anyway. and Daniel Bryan, Roman Reigns. Oh no, that's uh, the card I'm looking at. There, it's like an article, and I think they wrote that as a prediction to be added. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, okay. Here. So we so, so we can't pick it. Yeah. So um, I uh, so with Bailey and Ember Moon, I think Bailey's going to win this one. It, I I like Ember a lot, but she she's she hasn't I don't know she hasn't lit the world on fire since she's been on the main roster. And uh, I think she's a good challenger for Bailey, but I don't think she's ready for it yet. And to put the title on her and take it away from Bailey at this point, I don't really see the benefit of that. So I'm going to go with Bailey winning. I think that Amber Moon is ready, but I don't think she's been booked to look like she's ready. And I think right. if they yeah. they get they gave her the title now, I, I think it would hurt her more than harm her. Because it would be one of those things where I don't think the crowd would turn on her, but I just don't think that right now she's a believable champion, which is unfortunate because I think right before she was injured, she was right there. Like, like we're about to bust through. Um, I, yeah, she had a lot of big wins when she debuted, but really since she's come back, you know, I mean, she's fine like where she's at. She's not, you know, like nobody's tired of seeing her or anything, but right. at the same time, she's not like she doesn't have the same. Uh, not the same fire, but the same um, momentum behind her that she did after she, like she first debuted. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, I'm definitely going to go with uh, Bailey taking the W here. Uh, although, honestly, I'm going to be rooting for Ember the whole time. Nothing against Bailey. I just I love Ember, and even if you know she, I don't know if she's ready. I like her a lot, and I hope that I hope she wins the title. Yeah, so I think that if she hadn't have gotten injured, I think that at this point we would all be saying Ember Moon. Mm-hmm. Uh, but because she got injured, because she had time away, um, I, I, I'm with you guys with Bailey. Although this is one of those picks where I'm like, man, I wish I'm wrong because yeah. I, I too, I'm a huge Ember Moon fan, and, and and you know my my wife loves her, and we just we all really like her. Uh, but we're also big Bailey fans, right? As you all know, my daughter's a is a hugger, so um, <laughs> so I'm picking Bailey. All right. So I will say, um, if we're, since we're all picking Bailey, man, I'll go ahead and do a the only way I see Ember Moon, Ember Moon winning. What I I mentioned this, uh, I believe, on the SmackDown review. I think that Alexa and Nikki winning the tag team championship should could possibly be a setup for maybe a match down the road with Sasha coming back mm-hmm. and Bailey and them going up against each other. I, I talked about this with Chris a little bit, and so I think if they did want to do something like that this could be a way to do it was to get Ember the title, kind of get Bailey away from it. So, since Alexa and Bailey have kind of had a feud and Nikki's, you know, been involved and, uh, you know, Sasha coming back and winning the title with Bailey or something like that would be something they could do. Okay. So that's, this would be a good way for them to get the belt away from Bailey to where she could kind of move in that direction. I agree. I agree. So, and uh, I want to do a quick plug for Matt. Um, Matt did not pay me to do this, but, uh, <laughs> Matt, uh, 
made my daughter a really cool uh, figure for Bailey. And uh, you, everyone that's listening needs to go check out his work. Uh, Matt, give them the uh, Facebook and the Instagram for that. It's on Facebook and Instagram at PitPowerJacks. That's P-I-X-E-L-P-O-W-E-R-J-A-X. And it's perler art, so it's like uh, most of it is like video game stuff, but I've done some wrestling stuff. and So, yeah, it's yeah. fun. Thank you for that. It's uh, It looks really good, guys. Go and buy his stuff. It's awesome. Yes, absolutely. Man, I don't know what match to pick next here. I think I'm going to go oh, – it's probably the match I'm looking forward to the most, but I'm going to go ahead and say AJ Styles Ricochet. Ah, uh, boy. You want, ugh, I, I'm not starting here. Uh, the, 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 one of the perks about being the host is that I don't have to start the hard ones. Uh, Chris, give me AJ Styles and Ricochet. Oh, you're a jerk. I just, <laughs> I just promoted your stuff, and you're like, oh, now you have to go first. Gosh, this is a tough one. I know. Uh, I, I really don't think they're going to take it off AJ yet. I, I think uh, he's, he's got good heat as a heel. I think they're going to keep this going. They're either going to keep it going or they're going to squash it and Ricochet is going to move on. And I could totally see the club, excuse me, the OC, OC, getting involved because they don't have a match. So why not be out there and support their boy? So uh, I think AJ retains. Yeah. You know, I don't have a problem with feuds going long and having these rematches when the wrestling is really good. And I can't have these two guys being in a ring and the wrestling not being really good. Uh, I'm also going to go for AJ Styles. I think that he'll win. He, You know, they kind of hot-shotted the U.S. title around a little bit, and I think AJ is going to hold it for a while to get it uh, built back up. And even if Ricochet wins it back from him in a month or two, I think that it'll make the title seem that much more important. And with a long Ricochet reign at the time, uh, I think that uh, – that could help the title, you know, seem imported again. Um, I, I kind of wish they had, so they did the six man tag with Ricochet and New Day versus right. OC and AJ Styles. I kind of wish they'd say something like this for SummerSlam because I, I feel like this rematch is just rushed back to AJ and Ricochet. I think they could have continued it, the story in a different way. Cause the only like, it doesn't make much sense for Ricochet to win here or else I would pick him. Like if he just won it back, it would kind of kill all the stuff that they had going with the OC. So, you know, in that respect, I have to pick AJ as well. It hurts Ricochet because, I mean, what is he going to get a third shot at him after this? It kind of kills the story if AJ wins, but it also kills the heat if Ricochet wins. So, uh, but I'll go with AJ winning it as well. Okay. Chris, do you want to tell me why Ricochet could win this match? Um, <clears throat> yes, I would love to. So, uh, again, I, I think that the OC, the, uh, OC is going to be out there with AJ. Uh, the first time around, uh, they got the upper hand. So why not this time around he gets the upper hand? Uh, whether it be by himself or the New Day comes out and helps him because he came out and helped them last week. Uh, either way, Gosh, I'm about to talk myself out. Anyway, um, so and uh, and I think that uh, with with that momentum, uh, he could stand tall as the the real hero that he is. I could see it happening. I could. I don't think it will, but I can. Uh, Natalia versus Becky Lynch, and I'll go first here. I want to say how much I really love Natalia and how much I love to see her in ring work, and I love seeing her intensity and her tenacity. She's such a good worker. 
Uh, I've always been a big fan. Becky Lynch is arguably the most over superstar in the WWE. She's on the cover of the new video game. So she was the first first woman ever on the cover of ESPN the magazine, right? Isn't that Yes. Yeah. So she is giving the WWE so much good publicity. The fans absolutely love her even when she's booked poorly, and she has been recently. I can't see her losing to Natalia. I just I I I don't see any plausible reason and uh, I think both Trish and Natalia are going to lose in their home country, and the Canadian fans are not going to be happy about that at all. So for that reason, I that's why one reason I picked Trish is because I don't think they would let both Canadians lose. Mm-hmm. Um, but who knows? WWE does hate Canada, so <laughs> Montreal guys, Montreal. Wasn't there? A, <laughs> hey, hey, real quick, real quick, guys. Wasn't there like didn't something happen in Montreal? Like some kind of screw job? Yeah, there was a, a loogie being hot. Brett screwed Brett. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember like something like it seems like it was important in wrestling history, but like there's just something in my brain. It's just blocking it. I just don't understand. Anyway, I'm sorry, Kyle, for interrupting. You, you go ahead. Uh, I, I must be overlooking it. I'm sure that nothing important actually happened. Go ahead. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I think uh, yeah, I'm I'm right with you, Matt. I think there's no way Becky loses this match. I mean. Because if she if she had to lose, it means she'd have to tap out. Right. And they already made her tap out to Asuka at the beginning of the year Terrible before booking. WrestleMania, which was really dumb. But I think they know better by now to – well, I say that. But <laughs> hopefully they know better by now. That's cute. To, That's uh, cute. Not, yeah. So uh, hopefully they know better by now to not do something so dumb and make her tap out. And plus, she's the baby face and Tally's the heel – so Natalia will tap out to the kinda. She, I mean, lately she has been. She you is. Know, other than other than the run in Becky had in the ring and beating up Finley and all that, who loves to fight. But she, um, <laughs> Natalia, uh, the last couple weeks has been holding yeah. the sharpshooter on, and even she held on the sharpshooter extra long on Becky, and Becky still didn't tap. So um, I think Becky's going to make her tap out the disarmer. Yeah, I. <laughs> I mean, what else is there to say? Uh, you know, Natalia made a comment uh, this past week about uh, she'll have to break my arm before I tap out. So yeah. that makes me think, will she just let her do that and then it'll be a no contest? Or she'll break her arm and the referee will call yes. it and have Becky That's win. That's what I mean. So it's like kind of like Austin, Austin and Brett. Yeah, so you're kind of like, did he just, you know, did she just pass out from the pain like Austin yeah. did kind of thing. Um, so I, either way, Becky's winning. Um, honestly, Natalia is not the level of talent that should take the title off of Becky Lynch. Um, I really think it would be awesome. And I was talking earlier to my wife about this. What a great time for Sasha Banks to come back as a heel and have a great feud with Becky. That would be amazing. and That would be good. And she would be someone that I could see realistically taking it off of Becky. Absolutely. Bad because Sasha Banks is a superstar. She's the freaking boss. Yeah. And she's much better as a heel too. She's, she's a fine face, but much better as a heel. Uh, yeah. She does have, she does have a nice face. Right. All right. So we are, we're getting into the nitty gritty and we have Finn Balor versus the fiend. Chris. 
So this is probably the easiest pick of the entire <laughs> night. I got to say, this is the easiest pick. Bray Wyatt's winning this. Uh, we, we talked about this on the show this week, uh, Matt, that um, if he doesn't win, what a complete waste of time. Oh, yeah. There's no uh, way I, he's losing. I think my I, – I know Bray's going to win. My only question is, will Finn be the demon or will Finn be Finn? No, he that's my they question. would have announced it if he was going to be the demon. That Not necessarily – because he came out and won the Intercontinental Championship as the Demon, and no one knew he was coming out as the Demon. Okay. Well. So, but if he does come out as a Demon, the Demon's never lost. So it would totally ruin that vibe. Uh, yeah, I mean, Bray Wyatt's winning this. Uh, but I could see Finn Balor losing this match and then coming back for the next show as the Demon. And so then it'll be Demon versus Fiend. And uh, I'm still not sure Finn would win that one. As far as they've, I mean, yeah, Bray Wyatt has to win this match. If he doesn't, I have no idea what to, <laughs> how to process <laughs> that. I think my brain would explode. Um, no so yeah, more Bray podcasts because we're all done watching WWE. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just turn it off. <laughs> yeah. I'm, can- I'm canceling my subscription. <laughs> so The Fiend has to win this one. So it's Bray Wyatt for sure. Yeah, I agree. Bray Wyatt's definitely winning. Um, what I think will happen is Bray Wyatt will beat Finn pretty convincingly, right? And I, I could be wrong, but uh, and I didn't read, I haven't read any news stories in like a week, so forgive me. But I think Finn wanted to be out for like two to three months. Yeah. So I think if he's gone for like three months, and then maybe he comes back as the demon. So uh, the fiend, the fiend has already got you know uh, the ball rolling, and then the demon comes back. That would be cool. Or either Finn can come back as a normal guy and just have regular feuds until WrestleMania. Or Finn could come back with his own kid show. (laughs) (laughs) And kids, it's time for Fun with Finn. Yay! There you go. It'd be great. And then watch out for the demon. (laughs) He might come get (laughs) you. Oh, gosh. Okay. We're going to move on from that. Oh, my gosh. My brain... (laughs) Uh, nightmares. Um, Kofi Kingston <laughs> versus Randy Orton. Kyle. I'm actually going to go Randy Orton here. Okay. He's going to do something and get the better of Kofi. I mean, I've enjoyed the feud so far, uh, the video package and everything, but it's not like, you know, it's not like a hot storyline that's. Yeah, they weren't on TV this week, either one of them. What was that? They had the video package. Yeah, but they weren't like either one of them were actually in the ring this week at all in Raw or SmackDown. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like they're not. It's not like a featured story right now. But I feel like this could be a jumping off point for something bigger, so yeah. that maybe Orton wins and he's like, "See, I told you." And Kofi has to come back from that and kind of overcome and you know maybe even doubt himself a little bit uh, in storyline and you know he has to be you know. The New Day is like kind of concerned about him, like Xavier and Big E, and they kind of have to help him get over it. And then he, you know, comes back and takes on Orton later. Uh, but so for that reason, I'm picking Orton to win this one. See, the problem with that line of thinking is that booking is too intricate for the WWE. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you go ahead and talk, Chris, because I've been making you wait to the last for a while. No, it's all right. It's good. Uh, I, I was thinking the same thing. I, I almost almost said out loud, Kyle, <laughs> Kyle, you're thinking too hard. That's like AEW <laughs> level booking. That's good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, dude, 
Um, I, yeah, Kofi's going to win this. He's going to it's going to be that exercising the demon and beating uh, Randy Orton because he never could before. Um, you know, he's got that positive thing that they're just playing off of. Uh, yeah, I just don't, I don't think it does Randy any good to win right now, the title. Um, and it doesn't help Kofi to lose it. So I really think Kofi is going to retain. You know, I am at the point where, you know, and we've talked about it briefly. Kofi's reign, Kofi's victory was incredible. Kofi's reign's been a little underwhelming, and I think this is the victory that'll really get it over the top. It's been built up so yeah. well. They've had such good history together. I think with a win here, Kofi Kingston over Randy Orton will really cement Kofi's legacy as a strong WWE champion. I think here, Kofi gets the win. Uh, let's do uh, let's do Kevin Owens versus Shane McMahon here, because we're going to say Brock versus Seth. Uh, for the end, because I think that should be fun. Uh, so I will, I will start, and I'm going to say that Stone Cold Kevin Owens gets the win. But let's talk about why Kevin Owens, or or, or what the, the fans have been complaining about Shane McMahon for, like the actual like out of storyline. Fans have been complaining about Shane McMahon being all over the TV. Kevin Owens has really used this to propel himself to, I mean, even what much better than a standard main eventer right like he he could be the guy i mean he's an incredible wrestler he's probably the best mic work they have on the roster right now and if he's not i i mean he's right at the top i think kevin owens really could be the next guy for a long time especially if the rumors are true and roman reigns is like eh, i've only got five years left because i think kevin will stay around for a lot longer than that i think that shane will go away for a while i don't think he'll go away permanently but I do think that, that this will really propel Kevin Owens into that next step that only that so few right now are. Kevin Owens gets the win here. Uh, yeah, I agree. Uh, KO has to win, and um, the reason is is because last time he made the whole I'll quit thing and he lost, he didn't quit. Right. So it's kind of it's, – it's one of those things where – he has to win. Um, I think Shane's probably going to take some time off just because he has been on TV so mm-hmm. much. And he does have other businesses, and he has his family to deal with. Uh, or, excuse me, not deal with, take care of. <laughs> Got to deal uh, with his family, that, gosh. That came out wrong. <laughs> um, and plus, yeah, like you said, this is going to this is gonna bring KO uh, back into the level that he was. Um, even before the injury, uh, you know, he, he was doing really well, then got hurt and had to be out for a while. But I think this is going to um, bring him back into that picture. Hmm. 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 Uh, I'm going to say I'm going to say Shane McMahon wins this. Really? Yes. Uh, I think Shane McMahon is going to win due to some uh, diabolical circumstances, because he did point out on SmackDown that Owens doesn't have to lose by pin or submission even though Shane would like to win that way. Uh, I think Shane is going to get beat up this entire match. Kevin Owens is going to beat the snot out of him. Elias or somebody might come to try to help out and Owens will, you know, beat the crap out of him too. But some way, somehow Shane will get Kevin Owens to get disqualified or something like that. And Shane will walk out the winner and that will build to a story 
of maybe controversy where Owens argues, you know, well, you know, he you know got himself disqualified or something like that, and you know, it kind of continues from there on. Okay, but I'm gonna pick Shane. As long as they don't do this thing with where the, the Wade Barrett John Cena thing, where Wade Barrett won and John Cena is like he's fired, but he's back the next week. Like, it, well, if, that's the very does, reason I think they would do, <laughs> do yeah, something I mean, like that. I know, I know. Yeah. And honestly, it wouldn't. I wouldn't be flabbergasted if Shane McMahon came out Plus, the winner. Eric Bischoff is coming back at some point. I mean, he's been on WWE TV or he's on, or he's on reunion anyway. And I don't think he'll be a regular character on TV, but I could see him coming back and being like, Shane, this isn't your party anymore. I'm bringing Owens back. Yeah. And, you know, something like that. Yeah. I guess it could make sense. All right. We're down to the opening match of WrestleMania and what I think will be the main event of SummerSlam. Now, <sighs> I understand this discussion might be quite heated. <laughs> so let me go ahead and uh, apologize in advance. I have my beat button ready. So we need it. Um, <laughs> Chris Comby. You have a button? Yeah, my, my, my beat button. Chris Comby. Yes, sir. Brock Lesnar versus Seth freaking Rollins. And go. All right. So um, I'm just going to go ahead and go to bed before this match. That's what I've decided. <laughs> Because I just have this feeling that the WWE is going to continue to have the Neanderthal carry the title. And the reason I say Neanderthal is because, well, number one, he looks like a caveman. He doesn't know how to put words together in a sentence, so he has someone else talk for him. He doesn't have any type of uh, oral hygiene if you just look at his teeth. And uh, quite frankly, he's a horrible human being. So that means they're going to let him stay champion just to piss me off. Are you done? For now. (laughs) All right. So I know I wasn't able to be on the Ross show with you guys, but I just want to talk about Seth Rollins promo real quick. No, no, I'm not. No, Kyle Kyle already bashed him. It's fine. (laughs) It's already been future endeavored. (laughs) I, I just don't understand. And just, I'm just going to say this. I want to move on because I know you guys covered it. But how in the world am I supposed to buy that this is the guy in the WWE? Seth Rollins is the main event, former Universal Champion. Of the flagship show. And I know you argue that Roman Reigns is the guy. Roman Reigns is not on the flagship show. And I don't understand how this absolute idiot can can barely get to the ring. And once he gets in the ring with a former UFC heavyweight champion that demolished him, the dude can't even move. That's not brave. That's ignorant. I don't understand. I, hey Matt, I think it's because his script told him to. That is exactly why. But <laughs> I just, if they want me, if 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 you want to go, because wrestling is a different animal than standard television because it's live, and for many other reasons that we're not going to get into. If you guys want me to buy into Seth Rollins as the guy, he can't be dumb. He can't be dumb, guys. This was so dumb. And again, I'm not going to go into it. I'm done. But that promo was so bad. It was so bad. Um, 
I I really thought that Seth Rollins was going to win the title back. I was pretty convinced until last week when when Brock Lesnar absolutely demolished him, and uh, this past week when he couldn't get to the ring. If Seth Rollins wins now, that will destroy Brock Lesnar's aura, and that's never going to happen. This man has way too much money, and the guy that beat the freaking Undertaker at WrestleMania, Brock Lesnar wins this match. Matt, you're forgetting one thing. What am I forgetting? Seth Rollins said on Monday, and I quote, <laughs> I'm going to be a Brock Lesnar. <laughs> I guarantee it. <laughs> yeah, when, we, when we were watching. Sorry if I've, I was too excited for that impression. Kel <laughs> <laughs> and I just finished watching SmackDown because I wanted to make sure I saw both shows before we did the SummerSlam predictions. And after that, Carol said, hmm. Kyle did a really good impersonation there. It sounded just <laughs> <laughs> He did, man. That's that's spot on, bro. Oh man. Oh gosh. I'm sorry, Kyle. Go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt. So he I I agree with you, Matt, that like, I mean, obviously I gave him future endeavor of the week because that was just the worst. He he was such an idiot going out there and getting beaten up when he's hurt. He's got a title shot on Sunday. He can't wait and heal himself up. He knows Brock Lesnar beat him up like just wait you'll get your revenge like you idiot also if it's and real. i know his character is like he's unhinged and he like overreacts or like whatever i think that's dean ambrose actually that's the wrong shield member you got going on there <laughs> well he remember he told becky that he after the will osprey thing he um he's like oh you know i sometimes i'll do stuff without thinking or something like that <laughs> yeah, anyway right. he definitely did this without thinking because it was just so dumb and he looks so horrible after last week but this is WWE, and they wrote him to do that right. on Monday. With my thought being, they didn't do it thinking that he would look bad. They did it to th- make him look good for whatever reason they were thinking. And I think if he loses, like I think his, I literally think the only other step his character character could go from this after this would be for him just like committing suicide right. or something. He sounded so depressed in the ring Monday, and he was like, why do I even do this anymore? It probably would not be good for his <laughs> mental health, his character's mental health, if he if he lost this match. So It'd be a good caveat for a heel turn. It could be. but I wish he would. He probably needs to, honestly. But yes. uh, I I think they'll let him win this match and be, uh, beat Brock Lesnar somehow. I don't know how he's going wow. to after getting beat up again. But I'm, I'm going with Seth Rollins. Wow. And my only concern is I pick every single champion to retain, and there's no way that's happening, right? At least one of them is going to. I don't know. I don't know, man. It's SummerSlam. It's the second biggest show of the year. There has to be at least one title change. Oh, you know what? We're probably wrong about the cruiserweight. (laughs) (laughs) One one title change that matters. One title change that matters. Oh, hey, well, you know the 24-7 title may change on That's the show. That's true. It's, it's probably going to change like seven times on the show. Hey, Shelton Benjamin might challenge for it, apparently. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what was that? I'm so glad he's back, but like, I, I just, I, I don't know. Did you hear a well, discussion on SmackDown? At least that's, he that's talked. One of the points I made was, how does someone challenge for the 24-7 title? Like, right. Like, he's got to be coming on one contender for it or something. I don't, I don't understand it. Yeah. Well, well. <laughs> <laughs> bow, now, down, down, down. 
I love Shelton Benjamin. I really do. I, I'm, I'm glad they're doing something with him, even though it's kind of dumb. Well, those are our SummerSlam predictions, guys. Thank you so much for listening. The show's not over yet, so don't press stop. Uh, but please place your legal bets because we are always, always right. You can bet on me, baby. Do you want me to review the, the picks? Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Okay. So uh, the first match, Drew Gulak and uh, Oni Lorkin, everyone picked Drew. Uh, we all picked Goldberg, uh, Trisha and Charlotte. Matt and Chris picked Charlotte. Kyle picked Trish. Um, everyone picked AJ. Everyone picked Bray Wyatt. Uh, Kevin Owen, Shane McMahon, Matt and Chris, KO, uh, Kyle, Shane McMahon. Uh, we all picked Bailey, uh, Kofi Kingston, Randy Orton, Chris and Matt, uh, Kofi Kingston, Kyle picked RKO. Uh, we all picked Becky Lynch, and Chris and Matt picked Brock, and Kyle selected Seth freaking Rollins. Because he's going to burn it down. That's how he's going to win. He's literally going to set the ring on fire, and then Kane's going to come back and fight Seth Rollins for gimmick infringement. But my question is, is Seth Rollins going to get booed if he wins? Yeah. Because A, he looked stupid last week. And B, Brock Lesnar is a citizen of Canada, Saskatchewan. So uh, he's a hometown boy. Can we send him back to Canada? Well, that's where we're sending him on Sunday. He goes back to Canada. That's Please. where he goes. Just stay there. Stay in Canada. <laughs> you horrible human being. Oh, man. Oh, man. Send him back. Send, send him, him back. back. Yeah. You know what? I'm not editing that. You know what? Yet. Trump Trump should Trump should just build the wall in Canada. <laughs> I was there for years. All right, we're gonna move on from that as we don't do politics here on Wrestle Life Radio. <laughs> uh, we're gonna do what? We're gonna play a game called Keeper Cut. We played this a couple times. So what I'm going to do, I have five wrestlers picked out or teams. And uh, I'm going to let you guys tell me if you would keep them or cut them. And this is from the WWE point of view. So if you were leadership in WWE, what would you do? Chris Cumbie. Yes, sir. Keep or cut Jinder Mahal. Oh, that's a good one. Um, At this point, I mean, they brought him back whenever they had the big push over in India. Let him win the title. And then when they were done over there, he lost the title and he's he doesn't do anything. Yeah, he's back to being a jobber, basically. I got to say, just because of the amount of talent I have on my roster as WWE, um, good luck in your future endeavors. I'm going to call that as a gimmick infringement. <laughs> <laughs> it belongs to the show, Kyle. <laughs> Technically, it belongs to WWE because they're the ones who yeah. do it. But yeah. Um, I would, uh, I would keep him. Obviously he's not going to be a world champion again. That was, you know, what it was, but I mean, he's, you know, he worked hard. He got a good body on him. He's, uh, he's got a unique ethnicity and he could be, you know, a tool you could use as like a, a good heel to, you know, have someone feud with or have someone, you know, go up against, I don't think he's completely useless and he's, he's a big dude. So, uh, you know, he's, if he was like a skinny dweeb or something and was in the same situation, I'd say otherwise. But I think he could still be used as a good talent, so I'd keep him. Okay. You did just call him a tool, by the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Kyle, I'll let you start on this one. Give me keep or cut Tamina. Uh, I'm cutting her. Uh, she's one of the 
women, I think they should have cut a long time ago. I genuinely think the only reason they've kept her is because Jimmy Snicker was her dad. And especially after he passed away, it'd be pretty messed up for WWE to fire her then. But uh, she's, I mean, she's been inactive on and off for like ever. And I mean, I know Nia's hurt right now, but when she, you know, comes back or even if they wanted to move to somebody like um, Rhea Ripley from NXT or another big heel, they could um, go in that direction. Tamina's just not, she's not a good worker. She's not a good talker. She just contributes nothing. She's Nia's partner forever. So I would cut her. Uh, I 100% agree. She needs to go. Okay. Number, number. I, there's not much else to say. He's yeah, he, every not, everything yeah. that he said. I 100% agree with. Okay, that's because I'm right. <laughs> uh, number three, Chris. Yes, sir. We're gonna go with Prince Pretty, Tyler Breeze. You know, honestly, I think that I think that they need to realize that some people should just stay in NXT, and that's okay. I I, I want to keep them, and I want them to stay in NXT. Um, I think he has a lot to teach some of the younger guys. He's a very good performer. You know, he's never going to be a world champion, obviously. I think that maybe if they change his gimmick to where he's not so the way he is, maybe he could be a mid-carder, you know, maybe a U.S. title champion someday. Max, that's the highest he'll go. He's just he's just one of those guys who's always performed solid and again, could could really help push and, and teach some of the new guys. So I'm keeping him for that reason. Before you say anything, Kyle, I do want to point out that he's only 31. So I think if he's repackaged, yeah. he, he does have a, a shot of, you know, yeah. moving back up to the main roster again. I think on the this week's NXT, they talked about him and Fandango possibly getting a makeover because their sense of fashion has uh, gone away or something. So they might repackage him on NXT and they could do something with them then. I think I enjoyed them as a tag team. Uh, they were obviously good in their their skits that they did. I forget the name of them already. Fashion Police. Fashion Police, that's right. So the Fashion Police, the Fashion Files, I think is what it was called. Those really entertaining skits. So they show they have value, um, both of them. I mean, it goes for both Fandango and Tyler Breeze, but um, I think I would keep Tyler Breeze for sure. Okay. Kyle. Yes. Dana Brooke. Um, I would cut Dana Brooke. You just have tons of talented women in NXT that can come up. It wasn't any fault of her own, but I think she was brought up too quick. Her and Lacey Evans both, they were brought up and kind of, you know, Vince, I think, liked them for their looks, but they just didn't have the in-ring and the sports entertainment aspect down as far as being entertaining. Uh, She's gotten better, granted, but... I just think there's too many talented girls in the company now on the main roster and coming up from NXT, so I think I would cut her. Okay, Chris? Yeah, I agree. I I think it's time to cut her. Um, Honestly, I think she should go to another, you know, I don't know, like a Ring of Honor or something and just kind of learn the business more uh, because, you know, she seems to genuinely want to do well. You know, she doesn't seem like she's just, you know, not trying. Um, and, you know, she's very athletic. She She's won some bodybuilding awards. So, um, you know, you've got someone there who has the, the athleticism, 
but just that sports entertainment factor is, is, is lacking. So I think going somewhere and learning the business, maybe coming back, but for now I'd say cutter. Okay. My only problem with cutting Dana Brooke is supposedly she works her tail off. She's always early, always stays late. So if she really is trying that hard, I hope that she succeeds. I do. And last but not least, Chris Cumby. Yes, sir. Keep or cut Matt and Jeff Hardy. Um, you got to keep Matt and Jeff Hardy. Okay. Uh, you, you keep them until they're ready to retire. They have put their selves and their bodies and their, uh, you know, just on the line for the sake of the fans and for the sake of the company. They've made the WWE uh, so much money. You, they, they get to stay. They get to write their own ticket. They get to say when it's time to stop. Nobody else should get that right because they've earned it uh, from the, you know, from their. Uh, beginning, you know, I mean, they, they lived the jobber life, you know, for years. And then they, uh, they worked their way up to be um, two of the greatest performers, really two of the greatest performers of all time. And one of the greatest tag teams ever. So you keep them until they're ready to go. Okay. Kyle. I kind of agree with Chris, but at the same time, hmm, this is a tough one. I, I agree that you should give them, you know, let them decide when they're done, let them finish their career in WWE. But I, w- I guess I wouldn't blame them either if they decided at least to cut Matt. Jeff, you know, still has some value as a singles competitor. You know, they've they've always felt that way. And Matt has a family. Um, you know, he's he can go and you know make money elsewhere and still be okay. I don't think he'd be, you know, destroyed over it. And he's you know he's not really doing a whole lot right now. I think I would keep Jeff and cut Matt. You've always liked Jeff better than Matt. Yeah, I, I have something against Matt for some reason. <laughs> obviously. Obviously. Why. Obviously. Do you guys have anything else that you feel like, oh, Chris, uh, before we go, you mentioned the uh, the commercial, or the video game commercial and the cover. Yeah. Yeah. yeah why, why don't I, you go I, over I, that? I was hoping we'd talk about that. Yeah, so, let's do it. Um, you know, they they uh, debuted the commercial uh, for the new video game. And uh, showed off who's going to be on the cover. Um, and I really liked the commercial. I liked the concept. You know, they're in this big mansion. They're having a little dinner party with all these, um, you know, uh, big time names. You know, Hulk Hogan looks like he's kind of the, the head of the party. And Stone Cold's there ordering a, a beer, of course. And, you know, just, just several, several others uh, just kind of hanging out at this party. And then uh, all of a sudden you hear this glass break. And... Uh, it's not Stone Cold's song, but uh, it's uh, Becky Lynch coming uh, from the ceiling. Uh, and uh, she comes up and she walks up and she goes to Hulk Hogan. And she said, uh, sorry for breaking the ceiling. If y'all didn't get that, she's breaking the glass ceiling as a female competitor. I just wanted to help you with that. So then she goes and Roman's standing there. And he's like, good job, man. And hands her some uh, champagne. And that's how it goes out. And we find out that Becky and Roman are both on the cover of this year's video game, which I think is really, really cool. Yeah, I do too. Um, they both they both have had great years. Uh, Becky, you know, with the just the fantastic story and and how she, uh, you know, is is the champion now. And then of course Roman overcoming, um, you know, the the cancer and coming back and being as strong as ever, uh, and really turned from getting booed to being cheered. 
so those those two really deserve after the year they've had uh, to both be on the cover. I'm I'm a huge fan of it. Yeah, I agree. And one of the things I really liked was uh, the deceased wrestlers. Like they they showed respect to them by like having them as artworks. Like you had the Roddy Piper statue. You had all of the wrestlers right. on the wall. Like I, I I noticed Eddie Guerrero immediately because I'm a big fan of his. But even in that shot, there were like three or four wrestlers that were a Macho Man was up there uh, that that were deceased. So yes. it's, it was a really cool homage to them as well. I liked it a lot. I we kind of briefly talked about this. Um, together but i i like it a lot i could see people getting uh, a little upset about this and i'm not upset about it but i do kind of wish becky had the cover to herself uh roman can get it any year he'll get it eventually so i kind of wish they had just done it with just becky because they they haven't really done it's kind of been a solo cover art person i mean since they switched over to you know the wwe 2k games I don't know. Like, I, I could definitely see people getting a little frustrated that, like, oh, well, they had to put Roman on there. They couldn't just give it to Becky. I mean, and like I said, I'm not upset about it, but I do think she should have it on her own. And she is the feature of the commercial. I mean, Roman's not really – he kind of gives her the nod there, but it's – I mean, Becky owns the commercial, and she's the you know biggest star right now. Uh, I like it, but uh, I, I wish she could have just been the artist on her own. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, like, but like I said, I'm not super upset about it or anything. I'm not, you know. Yeah, I'm not uh, getting a. You're not uh, gonna boycott the game. Party of culture together. <laughs> no, <laughs> I've been boycotting it for years. Anyway, so. I'm pretty sure that uh, the only one you haven't bought in a while was the Lesnar one, right? Didn't you mention that to me? Yeah, I I did not buy the Lesnar uh, video game because he was on the cover. That's interesting. <laughs> if i can keep him keep his image out of my house as much as possible i will i i uh, i cannot see bad influence on your children yes i want my daughter to hate him as much as i do that's that's how i that's how i plan on raising her <laughs> <laughs> that's great ladies and gentlemen this has been russell life radio episode 11 thank you so much for listening SummerSlam is going to be a lot of fun. We will be back on Monday to talk about it, then see how well our predictions went. Hey, Chris, why don't you tell everyone how they can follow us on social media? Absolutely, Matt. Well, they can uh, follow us on Facebook, and they can also follow us on Instagram, at WrestleLifeRadio, also on Twitter at at WrestleLifePod. Uh, they can follow us individually as well. Uh, Kyle's on Instagram at... Kyle.Polly. Uh, I am on Instagram and Twitter at Chris Cumby and Matt. Instagram and Twitter as Russell Life Matt. Awesome. Guys, one last time, thank you so much for being here with us. We've had over uh, uh, a third of our total listens in just the last week. Thank you so much for telling everyone about us. Thank you so much for continuing to listen. I want, want We all want you to know that we really, really appreciate your support. Please continue to support us by sharing uh, our episodes on Facebook and Instagram. Please tell your friends. Please follow us on social media. We will see you after SummerSlam. Have a wonderful weekend. Domo Oregato. Thanks, everybody. <laughs>